0: Sterling is a neighborhood of Greenville, South Carolina, that has deeply contributed to the city's history and culture. At the heart of Sterling was Sterling High School, which was unfortunately destroyed by a fire in 1967. Historically, Sterling was the social and economic heart of the African American community. Sterling has faced its challenges over the past several decades. Today, because of its proximity to booming downtown Greenville, it has attracted the attention of developers. Which subsequently has put pressure on local residents as the neighborhood goes through a process of gentrification. Today, we are going to be talking to James Thompson and Peggy Baxter about the Sterling Land Trust. Both are on the board of the Sterling Land Trust. It is a nonprofit that was formed in 2010 by local residents and also Sterling High alumni with a mission to assist the neighborhood in land ownership, asset, and wealth creation as well as building community. James, tell us about the origin of the Sterling Land Trust.
1: Uh, The Sterling Land Trust was created in in 2010 uh, as a means of uh, having a group or an organization that could oversee this community and ensure that anyone who wanted to live in the Sterling community through the affordable housing initiative would be allowed to do that. We, we try and keep an eye on uh, particularly uh, a lot of construction and companies are moving into the area, building homes all throughout Greenville. It's just a, a boom right now uh, in construction. And we just wanted to make sure that anyone who truly wants to live in this historical community would be allowed to do so.
0: Peggy, why are you involved with the Sterling Land Trust? Um, I still own the home that I
2: grew up in and uh, have a passion that uh, the Sterling community remains a community for working-class families uh, and uh, families who understand the value of home ownership and are willing to work toward those means which is a big piece of the mission of the Land Trust. Peggy, tell us more about the
0: Sterling community of your
2: youth. I can uh, talk about the community, and uh, Mr. Thompson here will probably talk about the school. Uh, but it, it was a very vibrant community, uh, where families lived, uh, and my family, uh, the matriarch was an educator, uh, her husband worked in one of the uh, mills in the area. Everybody on our street, as I remember, worked. Uh, There were kids, Uh, we didn't have sidewalks then, they still don't have sidewalks, but uh, we got through that. And uh, there was a lot of pride in the community in terms of uh, beautification, flower gardens, uh, quilting groups and also respect and honor for Sterling High School. Because at that time, kids from all over Greenville County came to Sterling. It was the only black high school with uh, teachers who lived in the community, uh, as well as some who communicated, uh, who, who commuted to the community. But uh, teachers who loved us and cared about our well-being.
0: James, can you talk about the history of Sterling High School?
1: Because I am an alumni of, of Sterling High School. Uh, historically black school again it that, and I graduated in 1969 and that was the last physical class to graduate from Sterling the next mm-hmm. year uh, the city incurred massive integration so the schools split off and children were allowed to go to other schools um, but doing my tenure here as Miss Baxter has already alluded to uh, it, it was just a, a the, the sense of pride in being in this community. The, there was no blighted houses. Uh, the, the lawns were, were manicured and, and maintained. Uh, you didn't see trash and, and debris everywhere because of the pride. The students who came in, again, at one point, Sterling, as she's already alluded to, was the only historical black school that, that children could go to. They came as far away as from Georgia to attend school here. So, so that mindset, that, that pride, it permeated all the way through uh, my tenure as being here as well. I, I look forward to going to Sterling. Uh, not that the other schools didn't offer a, a grand education, but in addition to being educated, it was the, the culmination of teachers and, and them sharing their experiences with us before we went out into the real world to, to see what the experiences would be have to remember now, this was during the Jim Crow era. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things have changed now, but a lot of things haven't changed Uh, in a sense of having a place to live and and be comfortable and feeling safe and secure in your own home. This is what the Sterling Land Trust is trying to to create and make sure that we can afford that type of housing for people who really want to live here Mm -hmm. in the Sterling community.
0: James, talk about the land trust, its organizational structure, and some of the programs.
1: Our board consists of alumni and community members. Uh, we, uh, one of the uh, prerequisites is that we can't have more board members from outside of Sterling who doesn't live in Sterling than we have who lives in Sterling. So we feel like we have a voice of hearing what the, the people who currently live here would like to see in their future. Uh, we have uh, had to rely a lot on grants. Uh, bon Secours Hospital System has been a strong supporter of, of all of our endeavors. Uh, the city of Greenville as well as the county has stepped up and we wish they could both do more and hopefully they will. But uh, again, we don't have a lot of resources available to us uh, in the in area of funds, monies to to bring this uh, these these visions to fruition, but still uh, we have our first home going in now. Uh, within the next three weeks, we hope to have the first single family moving into this house. Uh, it's located at 310 Calhoun Street. Beautiful uh, rendition of a two-story property, uh, and. Our next vision, we have several other lots that exist in that same area of that home. Uh, So our next venture would be to start installing or building uh, two-story condos, single-family condos. We want to try and optimize the land space that we have and get as many families back into this community as we can. How are you a land trust?
0: What is a land trust?
1: We were the first land trust in the state of South Carolina. In fact, the, the laws that were now govern land trusts throughout the state was built around uh, the, the model that we created when we submitted our 501C3 uh, paperwork, and it was approved. Now, our model is to the land trust will always own the land through perpetuity. So that's why we're building homes that will either be leased out or rented out because the owner would never really own the land. The land will always be owned by the land trust which will maintain its presence through perpetuity. So Greenville is really big on neighborhood associations
2: and there is a Sterling Neighborhood Association that uh, we are part of. We are partners, we work very closely together they are sort of, I, I visualize them as, as the parent organization uh, because they, they were here and helped in the process of getting us going. And uh, again, the notion that uh, this is was and is still a community for families and we are surrounded with affordable housing models, if you will. But affordable housing models mm-hmm as they generally are perceived from a public perspective (laughs) are for professionals uh, just starting their careers, uh, individuals uh, who understand uh, the process and the responsibility for owning housing. And uh, there is that other group who have uh, traditionally been left out. And uh, that's a group that the Land Trust is focused on. The Land Trust is saying, we want to hold this land for the traditional Sterling resident. But we also want uh, this to be a family uh, community. We can't do it all, so we have to partner with Homes for Hope. We partner with Habitat Uh for Humanity uh, so that we truly are trying to get a diverse, inclusive community in Sterling.
0: James, what strategies do you put in place to ensure affordable housing?
1: We've been able to meet with several of the builders who uh, were moving into the area with plans of not creating affordable homes to help them to know that it's fine if you want to build a $500,000, $600,000 house up the street. We're going to build some under $200,000 because we want to make sure people who want to live here can afford to live here. So if that's where your investment carries you, fine. But just realize your neighbors may not have as much money as you do to build a kind of house or home that you would like for your constituents to live in. But, um, and we've also we've acquired some properties. We've acquired some land, which is what a land trust does, a land bank. We want to bank the land uh, for the integrity of preserving the community for future years to come.